One, two, three, clap. Perfect, I think, probably. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Content Cube, episode 30. I'm the guy, Brian Woods. Oh, I'm Zach Holenstein. And special yeah, I'm, used to going, I'm used to going third. That's you why are. there's a gap there. Yeah. I was like, where's Jake? <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's not here. I am Jake. Uh, yeah, he's Jake, out. Yeah, Jake's a, little, uh, Jake's a little under the weather. And special guest... Oh, hi. Uh, I'm Francisco Melendez. <laughs> you know, it's good to have you on uh, for the first time ever. Uh, there was another you. episode recorded with you, uh, but technical difficulties led to it being um, not lost to time. I'm going to fix it one day. I'm going to sit down for six hours and mend it. Uh, but it is quite scuffed at, at this moment, so we skipped it. <laughs> we had to drop I feel it. like uh, he was on an, the Oscars episode before that, and that went yeah. up, right? Shit, yeah. yeah. The, was I, See, it's hard for you to remember, like, are we, like, post-crisis or pre-crisis? Like, was no, Oscars was... Content Cube season zero or season one? I don't remember. No, it was, it was this season, but, yeah, it was before the crisis, so that was, like, five years ago by now. Dude, honestly. Dude, like... I remember when Francisco did an MUTV segment about the coronavirus and its effect on the box office How quaint. in China. I feel like and it, that was, it... like, so, that, what was that, like, January? It wasn't that far back because it was after the Oscars. So, like, let's say March, late February. Uh, I'm still disappointed that one didn't take off. Like, I feel like I liked it. Was it. Yeah, I, I tried to promote the shit out of it. They'll see. It They'll all see. <laughs> it's a good deep cut. It's a good. Uh, it's a. It's a slept on. A slept. It's a slept on. Uh, MUTV E23 segment. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Francisco, you do stuff with uh, MUTV E23 with us. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, it's good to have you on again. Uh, yeah, this week, you know, no movies. Honestly, like, we're so fucking tired of watching movies. Like, that turns out they're not good. Like, the last four movies we've watched have been dog shit. Spirited Away, Def- Defy <laughs> Bloods. Uh, I don't, I don't remember much movies we've seen. Uh, did we ever watch any Har- Harry Potter stuff? No, but nope. I bought all eight of them you watch uh, one any? night and haven't even opened it yet. Watch and that any? was like three months ago. And then, oh, you know the the best part about that is? They're on Right HBO after Max? I bought it? Yeah, HBO Max has them all now to yeah. watch for free. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. So, so joke's on me, huh? Yeah. Clown knows. Uh, so, Zach, I, I, I was going to start off with one thing, but then I remembered another thing. Uh, and I figured you know more than I because you're – this is the war you choose to fight. Like I watch, I fight like transphobes in certain communities, and you fight Last Jedi haters. Right. Uh, why was the Last Jedi trending? <laughs> uh, trending again? Yeah, I'm like, I damn, mean, these people got to see another movie, please. <laughs> I mean, I guess any other. because it's pretty darn good. But I don't know. Someone probably started a debate again about like. What's uh, your favorite scene from The Last Jedi? Oh, my favorite scene is the ending, because then it's not killing Star Wars anymore. Uh, oh, man, they're so funny when they do that. Aren't they funny? They're so... I mean, That's I, one I, thing I'll give them, that they're funny and creative. That is what. That is one thing I'll give the haters. Always sure. new, like, never repeating the same tired things, like... Yeah, I don't know. So fresh. I'd like to also add for the record that I also fight transphobes on Twitter, but I also add Last Jedi. I fit the Last Jedi haters in as well. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't. I, I've just been I've been in a certain trench for uh, like there's like a four day stretch where I'm like, ah shit, time to get to work, folks. And I got I got uh, I try to avoid them these days. So I'm like, it, they're never gonna change their mind. It and did it's just immense. gonna drag me down. And then so like, but you know, today on like Cardinal's picture, Jack Flaherty's Instagram. 
uh, on a post completely unrelated to even the protests at all, just talking about, like, saying happy birthday to a teammate, someone responded, like, shut up and play baseball, stop stop saying Black Lives Matter, and, like, stop putting, like, protests on your, your Instagram story, and I was like... Did, did, the birth, did the birthday cake say Black Lives Matter or something? Was it at all related? <laughs> was the player black? Uh, I mean... I, I I don't know honestly. I mean, it's, much I think like, mixed, uh, but I don't know. Like much Either like way, art. I had to respond and just I just point out the fallacy uh, of this this man's even stance. I got much I got like into, art. You know how yeah. art is inherently political. Mm-hmm. So are birthday wishes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so are happy birthday posts on Instagram. No, uh, <laughs> perhaps the most political type of post. Oh. These days I don't fight people online much anymore, but the other day I just saw like this post that was like, oh, did you know Andrew Garfield wanted Spider-Man to be bisexual and his boyfriend to be Michael B. Jordan? And uh, I just made a like joking comment like, and we would have gotten it if Sony wasn't full of cowards. Uh, And I just got so many supportive comments about, no, uh, I got a lot of people (laughs) saying, "Uh, Peter Parker has always been white. White, white, straight, <laughs> male, and a nerd, and that's how he should always be. Never mind the fact that I would argue that uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was the most different, like Peter Parker we've gotten, just in terms of he's more of like a hipster. It's definitely the most nerd. fuckable. Uh, definitely the most fuckable Peter Parker portrayed. Well, yeah, because he's the only one that's graduated high school, so well, I mean, all the other ones are just, like, little babies. Well, okay, I mean, Tobey Maguire was 40 to start high school, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't acknowledge the Tobey Maguire anymore. I have Tom Holland. You don't acknowledge the Tobey Maguire? Yeah, I, I mean, Tobey okay, Maguire no, is, like, a bad... Oh, okay. He's uh, bad yeah. at it, and you like it because uh, it's nostalgia, but we're not doing not it. Today, um, not today, not <laughs> today. Maybe today, me, I don't know. We'll see. We have time. You know, I, uh... I watched Hamilton, and I'm pretty sure Francisco's seen it. I'm actually almost positive he has, because he posts about it sometimes. <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I feel bad taking this path, because just six minutes ago, and when we were talking before the show, someone said, oh, you do a podcast? Damn. And you're a leftist? Like, fucking record, white boy, record. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and now I'm about to say... Uh, Hamilton's kind of that's a weird that's a weird uh, film I mean there's only like they're just like on a stage the whole time and I just don't that's I'm, how what? musicals work dude yeah no I, that movie's really weird I is it getting a second is it getting a second coming because I remember when it came out on Spotify everyone just like did the radio play it did it did because a lot of people were having the same debates about the merits of Hamilton versus yeah. like the problematic stuff again like if it's new and i was just reading it like were any of you alive in 2015 we've been over this we've discussed it uh it's available conversation but we've had it like i mean yeah i mean uh, but now it's now it's uh it's back now there's just new layers because i'm like it's weird that every um that every character is black except for hamilton's wife who is also <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm like that's like I mean I don't think I don't think he's racist, but I'm like this is kind of weird. Like this is like yeah, a very I mean, slightly a, weird thing. <laughs> I have to check, but I believe Philippa Sue is actually half Asian or something. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I, I, yeah, but yeah. get got Brian. Not black. Okay. Yeah, but the only, ha- <laughs> the only, including their son, is like black. 
to some extent, but it's just like yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda and Hamilton's wife are not. Yeah, black. that's. <laughs> I think that is literally like the extent of it. Like that is like the like I I didn't know every character was black in that film. In that play, I didn't know, but like every, yeah. I, I knew, I knew like George Washington. See, I, I also live uh, in a dark bubble where I did get a glancing blow of the Hamilton Tumblr fandom. Kind of, kind of took like a little bit of damage from that, and you would see fan art, uh, and I'm like, oh, it seems that George Washington is black in this in this production. So I'm like, okay, yeah, he and Tom Thomas Jefferson are black, but it's like every character is black except for these two. And yeah, I, I, I don't think he's saying anything with that really, but I'm just looking at, it, I'm like. Slightly weird, like slightly weird. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Every Skyler, every Skyler sister except her, is black. I believe. And, like she's the only yeah. not black person in the entire fucking thing. King George is white, but that's it. Yeah. I, I don't and, know. And to be fair, like uh, I no, yeah, I'm. It's this one of the relatively few shows where like none of the when none of the characters are scripted with like a race. So like. I know the Chicago production can just cast someone who's like, for example, Asian to play Hamilton and stuff like that. Yeah. And the version I saw in San Francisco when I went to see it live, I think the only non-black actors like in the main cast were, uh, no, actually, yeah, I think they were all black except for King George, who was played by a white Puerto Rican. Uh, it was pretty great if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm curious. What did you think of uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's acting in this? Uh, he cause... is, he is the uh, he's the worst person in that production. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw a tweet and it really hit me. It really tickled me before, where it was like, man, everyone's uh, everyone's gushing about um, these Hamilton about these Hamilton uh, songs, and I look them up and they sound like this. And here's well, I'll insert it into it. But it's basically Griffin McElroy tweet where he's like, it was like back in 2014 where it's like, oh guys, I. Uh, I uncovered the um, the Wu Tang Clan album. Hey everyone, it's me, Master Killer. This track's going to be a genuine thriller. Came here to rap, didn't come to play games. Now I'm gonna pass it to my best friend James. Ah, James, that's my name. Don't wear it out. And like, damn, that is like every Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> verse in Hamilton. Yeah, like it is just that. Like I'm like shit. Like that hurts. To, yeah. Um, he can. I, I'm I mean, it's good. It's good, and yeah. he's not like bad. But like compared to like everyone else, I do think he's yeah, like he the weak link performatively. It, it's so funny because his other musical in the Heights, uh, he also wrote the character for himself. He just does that, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, and, it's, a, it's a flex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing: in that musical, the main character does not sing, as far as I can remember, like at all. He just raps the whole time, you know, and everyone else sings except him. Uh, he also does not dance because Lin cannot dance. Dude, he can't. He can't he fucking really can't. dance. You see him. Like, he, they basically, like, fucking like push him away. Like, like they, they, they scurry him away during the dance sequences. Yeah, no. But then, for some reason in Hamilton, he's, he, like, wrote these songs with these, like, really beautiful notes when you get, like, someone who can reach them really cleanly. But then when he's singing it, it's like, in the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. Yeah. And it's yeah. like... He kind of sounds like a British person trying to sound American. If that he makes... is American, though, right? No, yeah, he is. But like when he sings, he gets that kind of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange yeah. kind of attribution. Yeah, that Dormammu. Yeah, I've come to bargain. Uh, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Uh, <laughs> he does sound like that. Zach, uh, 
Well, sorry, Francisco, were you still going? Nah, I was just going to keep imitating him. Zach, how much uh, interaction have you... Uh, man, my hair looks so fucking scuffed right now. Y'all, the viewer, the listeners can't see it, but I can't seem to fix it. Um, Zach, what is your experience with Hamilton? Surely you've heard a song. Surely you've listened to the album. You had to. Over your course of being live, you what, must what have listened to What makes you so sure of that? You have no. to. You <laughs> I, have I, to. Uh, isn't there one that's like... I'm not gonna blow my shot or something yeah, like that. Yeah, throw away my shot. I know, yeah. I know something like that. But no, I never sat down and listened to the Hamilton album. Really? Uh, I got friends who were fans of it. Uh, somehow, I avoided being home both of the nights the past week when my aunt wanted to come over and watch it. Uh, did it twice? She she came over twice. Yes, to watch Damn. it twice. Fascinating. I know. Uh, nice. Yeah. Well, love my aunt, but wow. Uh, it's three hours. Yeah, I know. Came over twice in the same week to watch it. It's fascinating. Um, not going to pretend to know why. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't really have an experience with it. Uh, I don't really have any experience with Lin-Manuel Miranda to begin with beyond what he wrote, like, a couple songs from Moana, right? Right. He wrote the whole soundtrack, I believe. And then he... Did he? Yeah, and then he... I can't remember. I think he just helped out with the music in the new Mary Poppins movie, but I don't think he, like... Wrote Didn't for see it that either. Yeah, he's pretty good in it. Uh, weirdly enough, he also sings there, but he sounds better. I don't know if it's more training or something, but he sounds more passable. Yeah, I mean, the Disney Plus release is like the first live performance of mm-hmm. Hamilton, I believe. Uh, yeah, because... So perhaps he must have improved since then. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good. I mean, it's on a technical level, it's absolutely good. There's just some, like stuff in there that like gives me pause and i'm not usually like this i can usually just like let it go because i don't want to think too much about stuff i don't like that much but i'm like alexander hamilton owned slaves like why are we saying he didn't mm-hmm. no yeah like <laughs> like why are we pretending he like why are we like just, like just don't acknowledge it like it would almost be better it's like okay one you're making a you're making a play about slaveholders slave owners and it's not about slavery in the least but you still reference it, and Hamilton's like, man, dude, this yep. slavery shit sucks. I'm like, are yeah, you and, sure, dude? <laughs> and, it's, and it's literally everyone in that play. Like, all the characters either own slaves or, like, the Skylar yeah. sisters got their wealth from slavery. Yeah, like, it's just, all like, of it's them. super are weird. Sure about that? <laughs> uh, I'm like, are you sure, Mr. Hamilton? Yeah, but, no, and... Yeah, it's, it's just it's, shit like that, and it's like... You can go to the, 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 the Mel Gibson movie, The Patriot, and, like, just... He has, <laughs> like... <laughs> black guys working in the fields and then like so you're like okay slaves uh but then later in the movie they're like no we work this this land as free men it's like <laughs> in south carolina you're yeah no and we're paying I mean, a living wage actually like bro like honestly it's almost like just a, just don't even i mean if you're gonna make a movie about that just don't even because <laughs> that, that seemed like Hopping out, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like know. There's, there's no way a random guy with a plantation is like, you know what? I'm just gonna pay them in like <laughs> South Carolina in 1776. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah, no. I I know Lynn has like disgusted that like he wrote this musical more of like, uh, you know, kind of like to parallel like the immigrant experience and how like all these people that I'll built this nation yeah. were like uh, immigrants and now they're like trying to kick out all the new innovators who could help build this nation uh but he has also acknowledged that like he wrote this like 
during the Obama administration, like yeah. Earl and I were like, yeah, hey, we don't really have to think about this too hard. But now he's, yeah, he's like, like this... oh, yeah, no, if I wrote this today, I would probably make some adjustments to it. Yeah, which... I mean, like, yeah, like, this shit completely uh, it doesn't work anymore on some level. Like they do like the most mm-hmm. lib, like Democrat shit in this where they're like, oh, yeah, these ruling class colonials they're the same as immigrants today. Like, they basically, like, like, like immigrants, we get the job done as if, like, they're comparable. It's like, yeah, these really rich colonial people, they're just like, they're just like uh, Mexican immigrants today. Is, isn't that right, audience? And I'm like, not really. Like, it's a very, it's a very different uh, landscape and socioeconomic situation than uh, being an incredibly rich person during it's- the revolutionary period to being an impoverished uh, immigrant today. I don't know. I don't know, Lynn. It's, <laughs> like, it's kind of, like, you can't blame him. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe you can, because he's an adult. And during the Obama administration, I was like fucking 14. So I wasn't thinking about this shit. But I, I'm like, I guess nobody was. I mean, the, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, no one gave a shit. It was just like, oh, Trump's like a funny thing. Like, I was watching an episode of Queer Eye, where they, like, this dude has a MAGA hat. And they're like, oh, isn't that fucking funny? It's like 20, it's like before the election. Yeah. <laughs> it's like treated as like this goofy character trait that like people didn't know like what, the, what was going to happen and people didn't need to think about it because I mean, it was still an issue, but like it was Obama. He's a good guy. We don't need to think about it. You know, it's like whatever, but yeah, yeah that was know. a shock, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say like th- that line does like kind of like you feel it like very deep, deeply like. I know at least here, like in Puerto Rico, like amongst people I know, like the two lines that I heard everyone like quoting in high school and tweeting about like, oh man, I felt that one was immigrants, we get we get the dub done. And then in the after hurricane, there is quiet. Like that song gets people crying nowadays because of, you know, the hur- the other thing that Trump didn't do well with. Uh, which fucking one? throwing paper <laughs> towels at like a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Went, tell them to soak it up with fucking paper towels. Like, are you fucking kidding me? They visited the richest areas. <laughs> what the, was that? Visited the richest areas in the island and then said, "Yeah, everything's fine." Yeah, uh, yeah that's the world. <laughs> yeah, like it's definitely a Obama administration musical. It's basically the fucking West Wing, uh, like in that yeah. way, where it's very much like a different yeah. era. This was written, and you look at it now, and you're like. I don't know how much this holds up, like, in a... It's, weirdly enough, this is going to be a, a weird connection, but it's kind of the way I feel like Gone with the Wind, in a sense, where, like, you take out, uh, replace all of the slaves with, like, anything else, like, literally give them any other occupation other than slaves, and put it in any other time period, like, literally just scrab the Civil War, and you got a, fi- you got a, a fine story, uh, except that Gone with the Wind is a dragish four-hour-long movie that almost put me to sleep, except it has an intermission. But I would say Hamilton at least has, like, the good music. It's got, like, yeah. good performances and stuff to, like, make it more, like, passable. And also, credit to the people that edited this show, because, like, there's, like, a few scenes where, like, it's not just recording it, like, yeah. a stage play, like, uh, during Satisfied, as they're, like, rewinding everything. Uh, they kind of, like, cut to the character's face as they're kind of, like, thinking back to... Uh, the night they met Hamilton and everything, and everything, uh, like, the type of editing changes, it gets more fast-paced and stuff like that. So it's not like the... I don't know if you saw... And if you all saw this, but, like, there's this Cats recording they did, like, way back in the 90s, and it was literally just actors on a stage, like, being filmed, like, from far away. Uh, This isn't bad. This is, like... And 
the reason they're calling it a, ha a Hamill film is because it actually has like editing and stuff to make it feel more more film like though they are unmistakably still on a stage and people are still clapping for them yeah absolutely um mm -hmm. uh, one thing i did two things uh i'll take i'll take disney to task on two things they put in an intermission as like a goofy bit basically because it's like 45 seconds like i cannot Slice. realistically get up and do anything in 45 seconds disney <laughs> just don't put it just fucking don't put it there I know that you want to like preserve it, but like make it five minutes and let me fast forward, or don't put it there at all. And the other is, I'm a huge fan of the F word. You know what I mean? I, I love it. <laughs> and, and they cut it out. They cut out the F word twice. They they just like cut the audio. And you know, having the audio just drop in the middle of a song, right? I hate censorship. It doesn't I work out. It. it doesn't work out. They're allowed to say shit. They're allowed to say all this other stuff. And honestly, they cut, they cut out my my favorite like f bomb in the show. I can't remember what it was right now, but when it was coming up, I was like singing along, and it, yeah. then they cut it, and I was like, "Wait, and really? You, they cut that one?" And you sang "fuck," and you said it, and then you look like a bad guy, right? Yeah, I mean, no one was here to see me. I was just singing alone, so it wasn't sad at all. Yeah, um, you hear it. You hear it in related news. I saw a headline that says Disney Plus is gonna not censor uh, Hugh Jackman's ass in X Men: Days of Future Past. As they should not. As they should not, indeed. Yeah. Hey, so, okay, we're moving on from Hamilton. Zach, you mentioned X-Men. Now I gotta ask, do you know if the New Mutants is coming out? Oh, yes. shit, that's Have a thing, isn't it? Is that a um, Disney Plus exclusive at this point? No, uh, it has to come out in theaters, because uh, before all of this deal happened, they kind of sold literally all of the X-Men streaming rights to, like, Warner Media, I think. So, if anything, it would be an HBO Max. So now, uh, one, that's an issue, and two, when Disney bought Fox, uh, they had like this deal or something where every movie they was slated for a theatrical release would th release theatrically. So that includes New Mutants. So even if we gotta wait fifty years, if that movie's gonna come out, it's gonna come out in theaters. Man, I don't even think Black Widow is gonna come out, man. It, yeah, it like has. It has to like literally if even if like every person that would have seen it in theaters pays like the price at at home it's just not enough to like well i think it will come out in theaters i think it's getting delayed again i don't think it's coming out this year i mean oh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think anything's sure. kind of coming out this year not uh, at all uh, christopher nolan really wants people to die seeing his movie so he is going <laughs> that is happening folks you know i i feel like at this point i could say christopher nolan's a piece of shit right isn't it's not it's not coming out it's not coming out. Well, but he really wants it to. Like, he really, like, he's basically... I don't like, know why he would want that, because he literally, his contract is like, he gets a stake of the box office. It's, like, I think he just likes the theater experience that he's willing to kill people for it. Like, I, I just don't Well, I can, I can appreciate him not wanting it to go on video on demand, but delaying it indefinitely would be fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could yeah. see him being like, don't you dare yeah. ever release this on demand, but, I mean, just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, if he's like, oh, put it out August, even if I think it's... he really wants to be the martyr of this whole thing and be like, yeah. see, my my movie released first, and it was a bomb, but we did it for the movies, you know? Oh, Is it job. Mulan first? <laughs> no, well, yeah, Mulan's that's, not coming that's out. A, that's the biggest <laughs> thing to me now, because like, originally it was like, oh, that's the first movie coming out, he's going to take the hit, but it got delayed, and now Mulan's first. And even before Mulan, there's... I don't know, some Russell Crowe movie. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, no, I didn't. Yeah, I know what you're talking uh -huh. about, but I didn't even watch the trailer. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's like a fair bit of movies beforehand, so I don't even know if the ego boost is going to be there. So 
yeah, I would say just delay it until next summer. That's what all the cool kids are doing by now. I'd give it two summers. Um, mm-hmm. Do we think movie theaters exist after this one? After this big L they're taking? God, I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just saw Ghostbusters and Men in Black at the drive-in. That was mm-hmm. cute. Uh, it was an adorable little experience. Uh, but yeah, still need an actual theater for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, y'all are big movie folks, kind of. So. Well, there are some movies that I don't think it really matters. But like, I I don't think I would like, let's say like Gravity by like with like with Sandra Bullock, uh, the the same amount if I saw it for the first time just like on a TV in my room. I'll watch fucking Far From Home on my phone. Like, I, I guess I still technically need to see that. Like, I don't, I don't think a Marvel movie needs a big screen. You know what it I mean? It depends. Not a, fucking, not a fucking interlude, Zach. I know, I know you like your Infinity War experience, and that's fine. But the Black, Black Widow does not require a fucking audience to scream when, like, I don't know uh, who, yeah, who, who they're fighting. When Taskmaster does the Wakanda thing. I don't need to be there when people freak out. When he does the fucking claws, all right? We're good. Uh, I'll watch it on it's my be phone. Awesome. It'll be fine. It's been yeah. nine years since I saw that trailer. I forgot he does that. I'm amped all over again. Yeah. It's weird because, like, the two kinds of movies that you most want to be in a theater for are those, like, big blockbuster movies and the opposite end of the spectrum, those, like, really slow movies where, like, if you watch it at home, you would just get up and, like, eat, eat a <laughs> snack in between, in, like, like, Bro. You know, if I watched The Lighthouse at home, <laughs> I mean... Oh, I would have turned it off, like, the first time I'm one of them pukes. Like, I, I, would, I would have had to pause it, like, nine times. If and I just, watched like, The Lighthouse at home, I wouldn't have. <laughs> uh, in that theater, I almost walked out, like, multiple times. I was so, like, frustrated by that movie. <laughs> Great movie, but God. It just, like, Great movie, but it was frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really its purpose to, like, make you hate it. But at the end of the day, I still hated it. Also, I'm very sensitive to stuff like, I don't know, farting, just stuff like that. Like, falling on seaweed. It's yeah. a, it grosses me out on... I feel like form. there was a better movie that he could have made with that same cinematography and two pairs of actors and, you know, tone. But he went with a very yeah. uh, metaphorical-looking, like, confusing plot that didn't really have a direction. But whatever. That's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. The witch is better, but all right. Still have right. to see that one. Uh, we we're we're just gonna kind of ask each other questions, right? You do a little right. kind of interview yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there we were questions. There. Yeah, right. There were questions that I don't know. I mean, I have a question lined up for Francisco. Was I supposed to have one for you, Brian? No, I don't know. I had one lined up for Francisco. It's pretty open. Uh, yeah, and we do not know any questions that we're about to be asked, so it's not like something we planned out. All right. Francisco, I got a question, and you know this is probably a pretty weak question. What's it like over there, man? Is it really hot? I just can't imagine the heat. It seems probably really hot. And it's hot here. Yeah, I it's mean, like 100 degrees. It depends. In the summer, sometimes it snows, but no, it yeah, it's hot all the time. Uh, snows? No. For a second no. there, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he legit got me for a second. I was like, got me. I'm like, I was like, wait, I'm like wow, the, the school system has failed us. I knew nothing about Puerto Rico's climate. I completely assumed it was tropical. The, <laughs> like, the, the system fears this, and it's me finding out that it snows in Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, it is insanely hot here. And also, we'll just get like these, like, you know when it sometimes rains just a, a small amount, so you don't, you don't really refresh, but then it's like humid the rest of the day. 
we get a yeah. lot of that over here um and also since we're surrounded by ocean we kind of get uh we get the best of both worlds we get like some good ocean breezes uh there's like a lot of mountains and hills to kind of like uh keep the wind blowing and stuff like that but at the same time it is like hot as balls like in here like i turn that ac on like all day at night it's fine but like all the day and Sometimes winter is fine, but other times winter is literally like the same as summer would be like in Como. What it's is, funny. Uh, I, I was, it kind of reminded me of that meme with the astronaut looking at the earth and that guy, that <laughs> other astronaut behind him with the gun. The astronaut like, oh my God, it's snowing in Puerto Rico. And the guy behind him with the gun has. like always has been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. The what is What is the uh, internet provider situation like over there? How's the internet? Because, you know, I, I just can't imagine it being very good. But I'm kind of not smart and know a lot of stuff about Puerto Rico. In fact, you got me when you said it snowed. So, <laughs> Okay, so you're not wrong mostly because, uh, how to say it, like, internet providers, like, for example, AT&T has, like, a separate division for Puerto Rico and stuff like that. Um, and they sell those, like, around all the time. So uh, I don't I don't remember... I don't remember the full details, but I know that like there was a like a Puerto Rican company that owned like X internet provider in Puerto Rico, and then that company shut down, so they sold that same internet provider to someone else. So what that ends up happening is that I'll be like at home with my same internet and everything, but suddenly the quality may shift just because like it got sold to a different company that may be better, it may be worse, stuff like that, and. Uh, beyond that, we have a ton of power outages in Puerto Rico. Uh, I think through like double cheeked up, I once like uh, mentioned we get at least once a month. Um, Let it and... be known that double cheeked up is our our Snapchat group chat. Yeah, I was wondering if I was about to cut that one or explain it in post. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like literally, we get power outages at least once a month. It, where I live and other areas, it is like much more frequent. So each time the internet, uh, you know, kind of resets, essentially, it's kind of like a hassle. But overall, it's like it's bearable. Uh, well, for me, you know, I generally like I, I grew up in a pretty like privileged household and stuff like that. So I wasn't ever like struggling too bad. Uh, except for okay, there was one time in high school where I literally didn't have internet and I had to turn in like a five page essay or something, but you know, I, I got through it. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's the internet. Any other, do you prefer the climate? Uh, where do you prefer living here in Columbia, Missouri, uh, God's country or what, like climate, climate wise, the <laughs> climate wise. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely prefer this to California it's, in all ways. Almost. It's, it's difficult because, uh, this past winter, I absolutely loved it. Like, I would always, like, after E23, I would just walk out, like, a uh, hoodie around my waist and just, like, walk around campus. I loved it so much. But my first winter, I literally considered, like, switching schools. I was like, what the fuck is this hellhole? Why does God <laughs> hate everyone here specifically? Why did my family send me here? Or I am God's least favorite child. Um, I remember, I remember uh, seeing your first reaction to snow and you were so hyped. <laughs> yep, I was an idiot. Um, so, uh, Snow ain't all know. that, boys. It ain't all that. It, it kind of sucks ain't. sometimes. No, it literally like that same night. No, actually, it was the next day. Like I think it snowed again, and once it did, I was like, "Oh, we're we're doing this again." And it's it's not feeling as magical now, huh? Yeah. Um, 
and then it gets all gray when it like settles in and yeah by that point i was like yep no fuck, fuck yeah it this gets, shit. gets kind of slushy the slush phase oh, of it i hate it, it so much yeah um, that being said like uh there's like a lot more highs and lows there but i feel like over here it's like pretty consistent um wait no never mind i take it back i just remembered we get pretty frequent droughts here uh which in best case scenario means that it'll just be really hot for a while and in worst case scenario they'll have to ration the water so uh yeah no i'll take i'll take como climate wise and culture wise it's kind of difficult because you know this here it's like i feel like more at home i feel like generally safer and stuff stuff like that amongst my people and stuff like that but at the same time I, i always felt kind of like uh you know i grew up watching mostly like english language television and stuff like that so uh i would always speak spanglish growing up i was never able to like kind of speak just spanish fully fluidly so you know moving to como i kind of like feel more relaxed like just talking to people and stuff like that uh there's like a larger film community on campus than i ever had like in high school or anything so you know there's like gives and takes with everything uh but yeah it is i yeah word yeah with the snow i'm a real sicko it's very parasite-esque where i'm like ah, i hope it snows Mm -hmm. a lot and i get to look at it from my balcony uh but but i'm like parasite i then need to walk i then need to walk like (laughs) half a mile to class and eat shit brian they don't don't watch the little people from his from his balcony (laughs) struggle in the snow but but then i also need to walk to class and i eat shit because they don't really salt downtown (laughs) as much as they do on campus so i think i've only eaten shit once on campus uh i think i've only eaten shit once i remember yeah i remember freshman year they just didn't salt campus one day and i was literally like i was like surfing to the dining halls like it was honestly a thing i'm like do i starve like do i turn back and not eat breakfast because like i have fallen four fucking times like i don't know if i'll make it i could die like like this is like this is like life or death like i'm a big fat person i need food and dining halls are closing in like 30 minutes i need to fucking get there and i don't even live far but it was just like bro you I, live above a subway though that'd be my play i mm-hmm. i eat above so i live above subway now i used to live in hatch uh, which is the furthest possible hatch nasty i mean hatch, you had baja i had baja you're right but it was closed on like sundays oh right uh, yeah. so, well, i don't i didn't mean that i didn't mean that baja's what? not baja's not that bad Baja is actually kind of slaps. Actually, sometimes ba- you get the chocolate, Baja, Baja that chocolate a, banana thing, that quesadilla. Yeah, Baja is a local uh, campus eatery that specializes in like, is it Mexican food? It's like, like stomach Mexican murdering Mexican food. food. It's but like it, it's good because they have like Cuban shit there too. I think or something. I yeah, it's know. it's kind of like Mexican food in the same way that I guess Taco Bell is Mexican food. Like. Mm. Yeah. You guys just gave me an idea for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Going to but Baja. yeah, they're very good because it very much is a cycle of like it, you have to get it on like Baja. this week because um, they don't they only get like new tortillas every two months, mm. so they just get stale. Uh, but yeah, I mean snow I think is all right. Hey, Francisco, this is what I do in every interview because I'm not a good interviewer. What is a question <laughs> I should have asked you regarding these topics? Did I, did I really fuck up? Were there any slam dunks I could have uh, done but fucked up on? Good, good questions. Uh, the, I don't know, questions you could have asked me. Uh, 
I can't, I can't really think of anything. I don't know what I would ask myself because, like, perfect. I just know everything about myself. So it's <laughs> you did like, a damn good job, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, solid. Uh, all right, and then should I ask Brian a question or should Zach ask me the question next? Zach, you go. Mine's quite different because I didn't I know bet. Brian was gonna. <laughs> I assumed these were like pop culture questions, but that was a good that was a good break from the norm. I there. don't watch movies. So. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, to, to, I came up with this as Brian was talking. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, so today is Harrison Ford's birthday, uh, Francisco, seventy-eight years old. Um, so first, first of all. I got. I got. This isn't my main question, but just a, just a kind of preliminary thing here. Uh, Indiana Jones. Are you an Indiana Jones guy at all, Francisco? Never seen it. Never seen any of them. Nope. I'll. I'll admit. Uh, just the idea of like, like watching a guy like go to tombs and like steal them and, and bring them back to America. Uh, just immediately. I, I, I went kind of like. You know, I feel like I should have been a dumb child when and I, I watched this. Now it's just ruined for me. Uh, Very weird. Uh, and also, Indiana Jones canonically has sex with a 13-year-old. No, 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 wait a minute. Now, wait a minute, <laughs> Brian. I don't think that was canon. That's she canon. Does, she does because when they meet up again, she says, I was just a girl. And what a grown-ass woman would say, like, I was just a girl, meaning I was 18 or older. Like, and also, she's like... Maybe they didn't have sex, guys. Like, they never said that, okay? <laughs> maybe he was just grooming her. Okay, maybe Zach, he was continue. just a nice guy. <laughs> doesn't give me that vibe, like... <laughs> Zach, continue. <laughs> I just don't think Indiana Jones would do that. All right. <laughs> George Lucas seems to... Really? But Steven Spielberg hit the veto button. He said, I don't know about that. I read the transcript. I, I remember someone saying that, like, the reason they eventually cut it is, like, because if she's, like, legal, it stops being interesting. <laughs> like, uh, which, yeah, interesting is definitely a word you could use to describe that. It is a word. Okay, Zach, where were you going? Sorry. Actually, looking back on these main three, I don't think... I guess I don't like getting in the spoilers, but I don't think he actually end up really gets anything from these places. I think he just kind of like <laughs> sees it and then like kind of leaves it because he he's like realizes worst. it's always at the end. He's just like, well, what do I what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> you know, <he's> just... <laughs> Wait, doesn't he have that famous line of like that belongs in a museum? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a, oh yeah. He always, well he says that uh, I don't know. I think he says about like about the fucking Ten Commandments or something. I mean. <laughs> They fucking found it. I don't know. But, but then it doesn't end up in a museum. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to spoil it, though. But either way, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask that because I, I, figured, I figured you weren't an Indiana Jones guy, so I made my question about his other franchise, which, you know, which I know that you've seen. Uh, now, now, just so people at home, trigger warning, Francisco is not a big original trilogy Star Wars fan. Oh, uh, but the, what was that? I said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep, here we go. Um... Here's a fun one for you, though. I'm going to find a way to make this enjoyable for you. I'm going to put you on the spot, though, so you got a good thinking here. you got your thinking cap on. Cool. If the original... God forbid this ever happened. If the original trilogy were to be remade today, remade with new actors, mm-hmm. okay? That, that, again, not endorsing this. That should never happen. But um, who would you cast as the main three with modern, with modern young actors, Francisco? Man, I kind of wish you had given me more, more time. More I time. bet. But, I know. That's why this is fun, though. <laughs> uh, immediately thinking, okay, here's the thing. 
uh, to me, if they were ever going to do this, I don't, I don't want celebrities like that are like A-listers already. You know, I want them right. to like. You want to find another Daisy Ridley and like yeah, John Boyega and whatnot. Uh-huh. So I'm going to TV for this. Uh, have either of you seen Cobra Kai? I've seen pictures and said, apparently this is a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand. <laughs> and then I, I, I walk away. I didn't either. It's actually, it's, it's so good. But when you hear it, it's like the karate kids are now adults and they have rival. Like, and it's the, a YouTube Red original. Yeah, it's like, it, this should be like the worst show ever. But it's somehow like one of the best, like, uh, one of the, I don't know what to call it. Like one of the best, like. We were young in uh, kids' comedy, but now we're adults and everything's, like, sad for us. That genre. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, like... The dad genre kind of, of film. Yeah, dad. God of War, Last of Us, it's all yeah. the same thing. That <laughs> we were kids, but now we're dad's genre. Uh, it's, re- it's really good. And for me, the main character, uh, he's played by... I'll get his name, but... Uh, yeah, he's really good. In that show, first of all, they have really good, like choreographies i rarely gasp in tv i do it all the time in movies but in tv it just like never really uh grabs me as much like it's never really made me like get that invested but there's some set pieces in the final episode of the second season where he is fighting like against like all these other kids in his school and i literally like couldn't contain it and i just went like um because i i feared for his character Okay, so his name is Solo Madrigueña. Uh, Cobra Kai is basically the only like really famous thing he's done, and I feel like he would make a really interesting Luke because when the series starts, he's like this innocent kid. He's getting picked on, uh, and suddenly like the bully from the original Karate Kid movies decides to train him so he can like be more of a badass and stuff like that. And he starts corrupting this kid. Like he starts making him like this huge asshole so i think it would be interesting to see him kind of he would probably live in the innocence a bit more as luke does but i feel like one of the reasons the original trilogy didn't hit for me as much is that while luke is supposed to go to the dark side i didn't feel from mark hamill's performance that there was much of a switch they switch up his wardrobe and everything but it feels so surface level uh so i would definitely like a bit more oomph there for lack of a better term uh so i would get him and then for uh who should i cast next leia, uh, leia. Play, yeah. leia leia luke's girlfriend right yeah <laughs> mrs luke sky <laughs> uh yeah honestly uh this is probably influ- influenced just by the the fact that she's her daughter but um billy lord billy yeah billy lord i think would be pretty cool honestly uh, one thing that I feel the uh, people kind of forget now from Leia because like her most iconic scenes are her generally like laying down in a cell either in a bikini or in a white dress but like she's like a fighter she's pretty feisty and stuff like that and I feel like dope. Billy Lord yeah Bill Lord could kind of do that and uh, kind of get the comedy down and stuff, stuff like that uh, I would a selfish part of me would love to see her just play the same character she had in Booksmart, so it's just a cracked-up version of Leia who, like, uh, does drugs the entire movie and, like, jumps off ships. Uh, or, if not, you know, it could be closer to the originals, I guess. What uh, was her name? Gigi? Gigi. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, man. Gigi is so fucking quotable I... in Booksmart, Brian. Have you seen it? I have not. 
Should I? Should I see the movie? Yes. It, yeah, okay, it's, okay. it's on the list. Funny. It's yeah. on the list. She is legitimately like, uh, part, part of me wishes like at least she would have gotten like a Golden Globe nomination because like she just has to be at a 10 every scene she's in. Like sometimes she's a bit quieter. Sometimes she's a bit more bombastic, but she's always uh, at a 10. Did she uh, say she was like, I lost my virginity in a graveyard and now the ghost lives in my eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Waiting that to owns. be born. <laughs> My favorite thing waiting is, to be reborn <laughs> my favorite line of course isn't even a line it's just like in the end of the movie she is somehow the person playing the piano at the graduation oh yeah and she's playing like this amazing symphony and suddenly they come back to her like okay did you play the song and she's just passed out on the piano <laughs> uh just like leia would i guess uh and then for han solo you can't, quick thing, can't say the guy from Solo already. <laughs> I can't would not just cast use him. him. I would not cast I him. I wouldn't. I would I not wouldn't. cast him. Mm-mm. Nope, he had his job. Um, I would go with... Think, you got to think charismatic. Uh, oh, you know, let's honestly, give you some traits. Let's give you some traits to work with. He's got to be charismatic. Mm-hmm. Got to be handsome. Yeah. Uh, got to be, got to have that sense of humor. Uh, and you know he's got to have a little bit of a bad boy feel to him sometimes, you know, because he's like a smuggler. He's an antihero at points. You know who I would cast? I don't know if his age like lines up with the other guys, but let's pretend they do. Um, I mean, Han was. I mean, I think Harrison Ford was thirty-three when they made the first one, so you got you got a yeah. range to work with. Yeah, I would cast uh, Michael B. Jordan. I know I said I didn't want celebrities, but, uh, but I'm a liar. But honestly, like. Uh, I already, like, loved him, but his performances in the Creed 1 and Creed 2, like, good fucking God, he is so good in those movies, like, uh, and he is, like, really, like, arrogant in some parts of the movie, so I feel like he would just nail that, like, uh, man, I would kind of like to see this cast, honestly, um, <laughs> and just, like, at least, like, let's do a photo shoot with them, you know, for, for the culture. Um, oh, for the culture, yeah, give me a calendar, please. And then... <laughs> And then who else is there? Is there anyone else I should cast? Uh, I mean, if, if you want to, uh, what, old Obi Wan. <laughs> who? Would, oh. What old guy would you cast as old Obi Wan? So, hmm. Oh, actually, <laughs> here we are. Kind of a harder would... one. <laughs> so, I would go with someone who is known for playing two men in her career. Uh, Glenn Close. Uh, and just staple a beard onto her face, and she's Obi Wan. Uh, That'll and, do it. Yeah, that's. Uh, was I that mean, not her in the first one? Oh shit! Yeah, it, it actually was. People don't realize it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun fact. And then, and then, oh yeah, right. And Darth Vader. I generally don't. Oh, actually, fucking just put James Earl Jones back. Dude, in there. put anyone in there. You can yeah. do a Darth Vader like text to speech. It, yeah, we're good enough. Like we have the technology. For for him, honestly, I would just literally just get someone new, like cast like a voice actor, someone with like a deep, like grisly voice who can do it, and just Yo. go from there. You get, maybe give him a maybe let Seth Rogen do it. Let him do that Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nailed it. Uh, and I like yeah, Seth Rogen movies. He's he's a fun guy. He does jokes. Uh, he do be doing the jokes though and then final casting i would cast daisy ridley as ray and ooh plot twist luke dies in the first 10 minutes and it's it's ray she took over your movie nerds oh man you just triggered our entire audience 
I would I would honestly love to see them remake the trilogy, but but like Luke dies in the first five minutes and suddenly like he has, a cu- he has like a cousin who like, he has like a cousin who comes in and she's like like a lady Jedi and she's like super good with the Force and everyone's gonna be like oh no she's a Mary Sue and her name will literally be Mary Sue um and that'll, and that'll be <laughs> it she's literally just... named the character Mary played by Daisy Ridley herself yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah dude like honestly like from the perspective of a Star Wars Last Jedi truther or whatever mm-hmm. like the anti-faction that would to see Disney like complete their perceived dream of like retconning star wars into just being about daisy ridley like that would be the that would be the worst thing to ever happen to those people wait in their entire life like if they remade the original trilogy with daisy ridley it's not daisy ridley hold on it is brie larson in the role man (laughs) (laughs) oh there would be like 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 a gender war (laughs) like men would like the, the men would crawl out of their basements and and light I'll torches. Just go with the trifecta, you know. Get Brie Larson, get um, Kelly Marie Tran, and Leslie Jones. The people that all these same nerds seem to hate for no apparent reason, uh, and just like you know, burn it all down. And if you're wondering, I would absolutely cast Kelly Marie Tran as Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine her just like being like? What does Han Solo say, Zach? I forget his, <laughs> I forget his lines. He's still getting. Uh, uh, I shot first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Han Solo line. Who are you calling scruffy looking? That's like. He's at one point. He says, "I am alone, therefore I am solo." I think. Uh, I don't count. I don't. I almost count that as a separate character. Even What's though I know your it's name? Solo. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Next question. Let's go. Okay. Question. Uh, okay. So Brian, I'm ready. Uh, okay. So a video game question. Uh, in the past decade, is there like any new video game trend that you like really hope sticks around that you've seen like developing anything, and vice versa? If there was like one trend that you're seeing everywhere in the video game industry that you could just shoot down, what would it be? Uh, okay. Um, so I can do I can do both very quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. A trend I really like is uh, smaller stuff. Uh, really, indie stuff is really uh, coming to like a bigger form. Like there's more money in that where smaller mid tier games can exist without being a big AAA thing like The Last of Us or God of War. You can like kind of do a smaller thing. Uh, I think Undertale might be the biggest one of those in that. Uh, earlier, I was trying to think of it, and I said, uh, and it was just a shit comparison, uh, but I really used all of my brain power for it. Like It was like some fine dining and breathing shit, and the best I could think of is Undertale <laughs> is the Hamilton of video games, and I'm like, man, this sucks shit. That's not even a good comparison. Uh, I but I do, I do really like smaller games coming up through the cracks. Like, uh, I really like what Undertale does, and it's like a very auteured game where it's just like one guy who's been working on it since like he was concepting that shit in like middle school, and it's just like nice to see it come to fruition like that. Uh, one, so I do think smaller games like being able to like come up and like kind of fill the middle gap is very nice, and I really enjoy seeing that. Uh, trends that I, trend that I don't like it's um games that I don't like games that I like and really really like uh, just eating shit financially. Uh, my favorite genre is like immersive sim, which is like Dishonored and Deus Ex. 
Um, and man, these games just don't sell well. They're, Dishonored 2 is the best game of all time. Uh, and yet it just didn't do well. It didn't do well at the uh, video game box office. Um, and I don't think they're making another one. And Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, it literally ends with a cliffhanger that is like, you know, you know, in like uh, Premiere TV started doing like, oh, there's like a two part season. Yeah. It ended like a uh, finale of like half a season. Oh, no. And it literally did so poorly. They're like, yeah, we're not making another one. We'll finish the story in a comic book or something. So a trend that I would like to not see anymore is games I like not doing well. Not a fan, because it certainly is a trend. If I like your game, it's eating shit. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so no. th th those are my answers. Those are my two. Honestly, like, I remember, like, as, growing up, I usually just played, like, all the blockbuster games. Like, I played Pokemon, Mario, all that stuff. So I never felt that uh, until I made the mistake of playing and loving the wonderful 101. Uh. And that bombed so hard like on the wii u it was still a bomb by their standards so that's like a double bomb or got something. a re-release yeah I, i'm shocked they did that like when i saw they were doing the re-release i was like <laughs> it was Wait. a kickstarter like oh okay yeah they kickstarted that shit yeah no because i was watching that and i was like do they just like want to burn money because like there are starving people in the world who would like that money but uh sure i'll play it uh, no, but yeah, I am definitely getting that, and I would actually kind of like to see a sequel of that game, but like maybe new characters, because just the gameplay of that game is so fucking fun. Um, uh, what about you, Zach? Any tr any trend ideas with video games? Um, and that, I mean, I'm not really a good authority to answer this because all the games I play are pretty similar. Uh, not counting like fucking Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've just pretty much played, like, these PlayStation exclusive games like Uncharted and God of War and The Last of Us ones. Uh, I don't know. I'm about to start Arkham Knight. I don't know. I guess for me, uh, if I'm playing a story game, uh, then, yeah, a story make, makes a big difference to me. But, I mean, I still end up getting addicted to, like, playing Call of Duty online for, like, a month at a time. Or, like, MLB The Show franchise move, like, these meaningless games for, like, a month at a time. So, I guess I'm not really... I kind of go back and forth. I don't know if there's a trend or anything that I would latch on to. I like longer... I mean, I li I liked how long... I, I, this sounds like a hot take. Uh, I kind of liked how long Last of Us 2 was. <laughs> I mean, it made me feel like watching, like, a whole-ass TV show. Yeah. Because it was so, f like, huge. Um, so, I guess uh, that was cool. I hope they're bigger i like the bigger kind of opposite of what brian said when he said smaller games i guess the bigger the better for me <laughs> that's uh, fair because you know when i don't play many the ones yeah. i play they're they, they better be huge you know <laughs> so yeah i will admit i do get disappointed whenever i play a story game and they have like 10 chapters or something and my brain knows that they worked super hard on them but i'm like i played 60 dollars and i finished this in one day um what am i gonna do now with those Hours. Uh, you know, I've never played Last of Us. I just know that this new game has it, um, it triggered the the men in the basements. It's well, the I know, there are Jedi some valid there are valid criticisms yeah, people have, but uh, yeah. there 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 are it's there the are Last some Jedi. Un, there video are also games. some unvalid criticisms that are like, come on, grow the fuck up. But yes. whatever. Yeah, it is literally the Last Jedi video games because I saw this critic. I, I really love like saying that she has some genuine issues with the game, but every time she tries to bring it up, everyone's like, yeah, and it's this SJW program, and she's like, okay, I work for a site that's, like, 
has feminism in the title. Like, I don't think I'm the right target for this comment. It's literally uh, just because, like, one of the main girls has muscles. Yeah. And, like... If I'm playing as a woman, that's SJW propaganda. Sorry. Sorry, I, libs. I wanted that. They'd almost make me consider getting the game because, like... <laughs> No disrespect to Bro, get it. <laughs> get it. It's like, great. No, no disrespect to Ellie, but, like, there are a lot of, like, uh, women of, like, her average body type in games. But, like, recently I've just been, like, all right, if I'm going to beat the shit out of someone, I don't want, like, a boring muscular dude. I don't want any weights anymore. I want a 10-foot-tall woman who can, like, easily deck everyone in the room. Uh, so I guess that's the trend I want. She decks, she decks some people. Yeah. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. The message of the game is that it's okay to deck people if you're a tall, muscular woman, I've heard. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, okay, and Zach, my question for you is, uh, what are some movies that, like, when you've been watching them, they've, like, they've really, like, challenged you either in terms of their form, their, like, structure, thematically, just movies that, that you felt like you really had to, like, sit with them for a while i had to sit with it oh boy uh with their structure and the thema- and the thematics oh man that's a <laughs> that's a so many different places i can go with that one um man uh <laughs> this is gonna make me sound like a film bro um <laughs> bro anytime i watch fight club i want to like throw my blu-rays in the trash because i'm like these material objects are worthless. <laughs> I should be shirtless and look like Brad Pitt and start fights with strangers. Because uh, that's what really living is. Uh, no, but okay. I, I don't know. Uh, let me think. I, I, keep a, I keep a little list in my notes of movies that, that I like a lot. So maybe there's one in there. Uh, but most, most of those are pretty straightforward. Man, I don't know. Uh, movies that challenged me. Lighthouse fucking challenged me. I don't know if it was a good mm-hmm. challenge. Uh, I mean, that was kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. Structure. I mean, I guess. Okay, you know, I'll just I'll just latch onto that part of it. I think a movie with a very cool structure uh, and unorthodox, but I think that's what kind of makes it work. And some would argue it's kind of a gimmick that drives the movie. And I, I don't know. It's hard to argue with that, but I think it's cool. Uh, have either of you guys seen Memento? I saw part of it and walked out of my film class cause I was bored. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's a bad take and I know it's probably a fine <laughs> film. <laughs> Francisco, are you familiar with what, uh, the concept of it is? Yeah. It's like he, he tattoos himself to like, remember everything and stuff like that. You watch the plot backwards, pretty much. You watch 15, Whoa. 10 to, you pretty much watch 5 to 15 minute intervals of story in a sequence going back to the beginning. But yet, they still find a way to make you, like, wonder wh- what's going on. But not like, and you're like, you're not confused. Like, you know what's going on, but you're like, it's like a mystery of how it all started instead of how it ends. Which is honestly, I think it's really cleverly written that way, because uh, it, it's, I think it's just as interesting as like any other mystery of like, oh, how is it going to end? Like I, yeah, I know how it ends from the beginning, uh, and it's still kind of like whoa when it gets you to the beginning, you know, uh, or the beginning of the story, which is at the end. So I guess that was a cool one for me. It took me a second to kind of understand what was going on. Um, 
Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah. Dunkirk's another one that's structured pretty cool, I think, uh, with yeah. the three different time frames happening simultaneously. That's a cool one for me. Yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I remember the first time I saw it. I it didn't like hit, hit me that hard. Like I liked parts of it, but I didn't get the point of the structure until I learned about the thing where it's like, what is it like an hour a day and a week? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw. Um, I think we're in the same film class, right? And when I saw it, then that's where it like really kind of like I liked it, and it's kind of allowed me to see other movies that are kind of structured in a more like strange way. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, sorry for bringing up two Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, <laughs> very <laughs> no, film, yeah. film bro of me. And then, of course, a David Fincher movie. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty generic answers for me there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's all I got off the top of my head. Yeah. There are some... What was it? Oh yeah, this year I saw this one movie that's like challenging mostly because it's just kind of arduous to watch. Uh, I brought it up here the last time I was here, but I wasn't because I broke the recording. Um, the Assistant. It's uh, it's literally like, I think you would like it, Zach. Uh, it's kind of slow, but it's literally you watch the day of this assistant at like a big Hollywood company. But like she doesn't like do any oh, of the yeah. film. You can, the yeah, film I remember you, yeah, I remember you talking about this yeah. one. But it's all like office work and she's like she's the first one to get there the last one to leave and it is like uh really a painful work but you also get why she's doing it so i it's one of the most tiring movies i saw with my family we were all like sitting there like just sequences of her like doing the dishes and she hears like the comments that the other workers make about like their bosses and, and stuff like, mm. like that and uh yeah, it's a cool one. I would recommend it. Um, Word. That does sound interesting. It kind of sounds like, like the, the other guys of the film industry. Like how the other guys was about like the cops who just do paperwork and shit. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen that one. You, have you seen that one? It's I a good one. It's, it's a good one. It's got some good bits, for sure. That's Who's in that movie? It's Ryan Gosling. And... Uh, no, it's it's Will Ferrell and, oh. the, and the guy who would have stopped 9-11. What? What? <laughs> Mark, Marky Mark. Uh, wait, what, what's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. My favorite the bit good guys? in the movie. The nice guys. No, the other guy. The nice guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's the Nice guys owns. That's yeah, incredible. I haven't seen that one either. Like, nice guys does own. The nice guys is so fucking good. It's like, yeah. It's like a noir in the 70s. Uh, and it's just really funny. And Ryan Gosling is perfect. But, yeah. Watch that if you haven't seen that, Francisco. I see no scenario where you wouldn't like it. Yeah, there are so many movies like from that year because that was a year from like it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, yep. I so many movies I did not get get a chance to see from that. year. The year of La La Land is what what is how I refer to it. But yeah, <laughs> that's the um, year that I. We're using the biblical term. <laughs> I, I literally remember that I saw La La Land that year and I was like, wow, I get what cinema is. This is so cultured of me. Man, uh, that opening scene on the turnpike. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I, I literally. <laughs> I saw that scene now, and I was like, wow, this is, is so revolutionary. No one's doing anything like this. And then I learned about old Hollywood. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still like that movie. Um, I, still, I still prefer Moonlight, but, you know, oh, they're both really great movies. I mean, I wasn't upset when Moonlight won. I, I was I like, was, that, was, that was a great movie. I, was, I remember, man, I've changed a lot. I was actually annoyed that it won. I was like, wow, they... 
they, it really it didn't give it to La La Land, this movie about hope in Hollywood. And and then I, I don't know, like, I think it was because I literally saw, like, Moonlight, like, the night before the Oscars or something. And then, like, throughout the weeks, months, years afterwards, it's, like, when it really, like, sat with me and it, like you know, landed really well, and now it's, like, one of my favorite movies from the past decade. Well, Moonlight has Janelle Monet, so, I mean, I can I can imagine, wh- I can't imagine why anyone wouldn't like it. I mean, yeah. she's just perfect in everything. Oh, but, man, have you, have you seen When They See Us? I have not. Zach. I've heard pretty awesome things about it, though. Yeah, uh, the kid who plays the love interest when he's a teenager, uh, he is, he's already great in Moonlight, in Moonlight, but, like, in When They See Us, like, I was really watching it, like, w- how did this guy like how is he not like in every movie at, at all times like he is so great and in that one uh i'd recommend it uh it's a top watch also but like a really really sweet sweet show um uh about like you know everything that's kind of going on right now mm-hmm. uh so yeah that's i think we're all out of questions we, we know everything yeah, I've never, I'll never have another question for any of you guys again. On, on to the recommendation rhombus. Yes. Uh, yeah. Man, we we need consistent branding. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I watched I watched some some things uh, this week. Uh, all right. I'll start with the bad one. I'll recommend you don't watch these. Let me start with that. Uh, finished watching. I was gonna watch all the Halloween movies uh, before I write this article that I plan on releasing in October before Halloween Kills come out. That just got delayed a year. But I just watched all the Halloween movies, so I'm... Why? Wow, what happens? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know. I guess the libs made up a virus to they sabotage just, the election. And they it's, sound quirky, you know? <laughs> and it's delaying my movies. It's inconvenient. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, so, But I'm still going to write the fucking article because I just watched them all. And I don't want to rewatch them all again. Um, and then it's just a matter of do I release it this October on Halloween and be like, Halloween Kills comes out in a year. We revisit all of them, all of the ones. You have before. a year to catch up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know where I'll be in the next year with MUTV, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that's kind of frustrating. But um, yeah, did watch. Ended up watching Rob Zombie's Halloween's again for the first time in like since they came out, pretty much. Uh, bad movies. Uh, Rob Zombie's bad at making movies. Uh, just judging from these two movies that I've watched that he made. Uh, he, the dialogue he wrote for these teenage girls, uh, honestly, uncomfortable. Just uncomfortable to watch. I think they hump each other's leg like four times, and I, this like within meeting the main protagonist, she's like fingering a fucking bagel in front of her mom, making sex noises like a joke, like in the first scene. She does that roughly four or five times, uh, and it's honestly, it was, it was, it's honestly painful to watch. All of it's painful to watch with the dialogue. It does have some cool parts uh, that aren't when they're talking. Uh, but yeah, first one pretty mediocre, and then the second one kind of pushes the limits of how bad a movie can be. So I mean, you got that going for you. And I just want to say it's inspiring. It's honestly inspiring. I've, I said this in my letterbox review. It's inspiring that Rob Zombie is allowed to write and direct movies because it just makes me think <laughs> that I have a chance. You know, like this guy's out here making dumpster fires, and he gets to keep going. Like, wow, anyone could if he can do it, I can do it too. You know, like it's one of those things. Uh, I want to go make my, I want my shot to make a dumpster fire. Um, so we'll see. Uh, movie I would recommend watching. I watched Peanut Butter Falcon last night. Uh, Rob Zombie had nothing to do with it. Uh, you could, you could tell that right off the bat. Um, 
and it's it's pretty great. Uh, one of the cuter movies I've ever seen. Um, you know, it's kind of just a low stakes movie, but you know, still it, it's a small scale shit that like it's good to watch those in between the movies I usually watch, which are like fucking Avengers annihilating a city, uh, you know, and, and getting away with it. But I mean, this was. It was cool. It's a cool. It's a really cute movie, and everyone in it's great. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is the man. Uh, and have you seen Honey Boy? I have not yet, but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I will. I will. It's on my you list. Know. I'm going through the Shia ones. You see, right. by the way, quick, quick sidetrack. Did you see the trailer for his new movie? He, apparently, he got a tattoo, like a full chest tattoo for the movie. Like actually got oh, a tattoo. I saw that tattoo. I had no idea what it was for. I just yeah, for a new was... David Ayer movie called The Tax Collector. Uh, man got a fucking full chest tattoo for a movie that's going to get a 48%. I love it. Uh, that's pretty That's pretty cool. I'm going to see it regardless, though. Um, but yeah, sh- that everyone in it's good. Movie is really cute. So yeah, I watched Peanut Butter Falcon. All right. Um, moving on to me, guys. Uh, hot new game. Um minecraft been playing a lot of minecraft lately what's um, that like it's this game it's kind of like legos and like this yeah it's it's like legos and it's like this really unique mechanic of like eating food to not die can't believe it hmm. uh really playing it puts it into perspective how influential it was i'm like oh shit i have minecraft to blame for all these shitty survival games uh that i don't like other people like them it's fine um but, you know, I've been playing it with my girlfriend and some other people, uh, and I got this shader pack, and it makes it look really pretty. The water looks like water, guys. It doesn't look like weird blue blah. It looks like real water. <laughs> it's a really pretty game now. The lava, it, it lights up the night. Love it. Need it, want it, gotta have it. Uh, very pretty game now, and I just play it a lot. Uh, it's fun. Minecraft, good game. There are other games I got recently that I should be playing, uh, but I'm not, because I'm playing Minecraft. Do you guys know that creepers blow up your items when you die? So I just lost all my shit right before doing this. So I'm in a pretty bad mood. Uh, <laughs> you know, Minecraft's fun, guys. If you don't have it, that's weird. I, I don't know anyone that like doesn't have it in some context, right? I mean, everyone at least has the free trial on their Apple account at some point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Francisco. Uh, yeah, I've also been watching a lot of movies recently. I saw... This is an interesting one. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Sila and the Spades. It's kind of about like a bunch of secret societies in this boarding school in high school. It's a real interesting movie about like power and friendship because it's, you know, this girl, she's about to graduate. She's the leader of like this secret society in her school, but she needs a replacement. And it kind of deals with does she actually want a replacement or does she enjoy having power too much to like allow the idea of being replaced and it's kind of like this tug of war between like it's her replacement her friend are they equals are are they like um subservient to who are they you know uh that was really interesting it's the structure is a bit iffy at parts but overall i would recommend that one and then even more than that one i would recommend everyone go see palm springs the new andy sandberg movie i think i'm gonna watch that uh, tonight honestly i mean fuck else is, am i doing i'm housing for my sister dogs like this house is empty and is, i got nothing to do it that movie is kind of the movie i didn't know i needed in the same way where like uh 
weirdly enough, my previous favorite movie of the year, The Assistant, uh, well, it's, they're kind of a toss-up between that one and now Palm Springs, where uh, I just love watching a movie and just not expecting it to hit me as hard as it did, uh, especially when it's a comedy, because you sometimes just go into a comedy thinking, oh, sure, I'll laugh about it, and then, you know, it'll be fine. But uh, it's, it's literally... Uh, they did not plan for COVID, but this is a movie for COVID because it is about two people who have no one else uh, but each other to relive, relive the exact same day over and over again until they can figure out if they're going to cope with it, if they're going to try to escape, how are they going to escape. Um, and he's, and he's Sandberg, he's like really good. Uh, I love him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he has never been better than in this movie. He is... well. I've never seen pop stars, so asterisk. I gotta see pop stars. I gotta see it. Pop star star has some misses, but it's got some fucking hits that made me... I think I woke up my fucking house laughing at like 1am so hard at a scene. I mean, it's got some gut busters, let me tell you. Yeah, no, this this one, uh, he's good, but um, her name, I think, is uh, Kristen Milioti. Um... She, she's like the person Andy Samberg stuck with in this time loop, and she is just fantastic fantastic as kind of like, you know, Andy Samberg's kind of the one who's been stuck there for a while, but she's the she's the new one who's like, whoa, wait, how, how does this all work? And if you're thinking like, oh, time loop movies, we've had like Groundhog Day, Happy Death Day, Russian Doll, like it's been a lot recently especially, but I feel like the refreshing thing here is that within the first maybe 15 20 minutes they immediately get all of the basics out of the way like like where they try to science it where they try to like you know do we kill ourselves do we kill other people they just get that out of the do way do we it, kill other people yeah it's <laughs> always a logical with. question in these scenarios um <laughs> and it kind of gets to be more about the characters about like how they relate to each other or like just being the only people who are just going to be in this time loop presumably forever so uh yeah that's just a, a really great movie it's on hulu you don't have to pay for it at all just get a free t- a free a free trial if you don't have hulu uh yeah it's really amazing also i watched kippo on netflix uh i don't have much to say about that one so i left it for last it's a cute show uh, a girl turns into a jaguar um that's it Oh, and I saw that I listened to the Janelle Monet album, Zach. Oh, uh, which one? Dirty Computer? Uh, I listened to the first one because I wanted to go in Oh, order. yeah, there you go. Well, did, you got to listen to the EP then. Uh, there's there's one EP? before the album. Okay, so I listened <laughs> to the... A prequel. There, there <laughs> was uh, there's one called, like, The Chase or something like that. Uh, okay. And that's me... got, like, five songs, and then it goes into Arch Android and then Electric Lady. Yeah, I listened to Arch Android and, like... It's one of those things where I liked it a lot overall, but it, in terms of like adding songs to my playlist, I, I only added one because a lot of them like bleed into each other. But I find it really interesting. Like I normally don't like concept See, that albums was, that are very, yeah. but yeah. That was uh, me at first, but I, I swear the more I listened to it, the more I added. Like it, it's one, it's yeah. definitely one of those ones that like the more you listen to it, because it is a concept album, it, like you start to like it more the more you listen to it. Yeah, I added... Ha- ha- Happy stars, happy hunting. Uh, that that one just like immediately is the one that like stuck to me. Like, 
Uh, I didn't even add it at first. I just finished the album and then it was just stuck in my head. So I was like, yeah, okay, I have to. Isn't Happy uh, Stars, Happy Haunt? Isn't that, that that's? I think that one is on the EP. Is it? I don't think that's on Arc Android. Hold on, let me. Is this here? It's on Arc Android. It's the. What in the what? Oh, wait, oh, wait, no, it's in Metropolis. This okay, one. so yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. That's the EP. So you listen to the EPs? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, this has been Francisco doesn't know much. Uh, EP Many yeah. Moons slaps. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I that's listen, the second one on there. Listen, first time I listened to Beyonce's Lemonade album, I added like one song out of the entire album, and then I just by, bought that on vinyl this week. It's I I would incredible. like. I got ripped apart in a group chat for it. I said I don't care. I've only for had what? three albums where within a, a day of listening to them, I've added the entire thing, and it's been that one. Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and I forget the name, the last Carly Rae Jepsen album. Mm. Uh, literally not a miss amongst those three albums. Uh, so I just gave that you like That Lizzo one, Cause I Love You, that's a that's a solid album. Yeah. Solid record right there. That is. And there's like barely any pop music right now because everyone's doing sad music, I guess. Um, <laughs> Why is everyone so, so sad? What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what's, what's what happening? What recent events world? could have caused this? Why are people being so whiny? Like they should just like pull up by their bootstrap and I don't know, buy, buy a house. By the bootstraps. <laughs> I'm selling uh, full latex outfits to completely... <laughs> I'm selling just, full suits. Just, like, buy your own bank and, like, be rich. It, it, that's it. That's why you'll be happy. I can't uh, have so much on my mind about the world right, right now. I just need some Lizzo in my life. All right. Uh, so are we good, folks? Yeah. All right. That's yeah. all, folks. Uh, see you next week. Uh, thank you, Francisco, for coming on. Do you have anything you want to plug or anything at all? Uh, Not yeah. a lot of people listen, so it's just, like, I don't know. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I have I have takes there on occasions. Uh, it does. is is Absol Franco. Uh, I've been cooling it with the hot takes recent and recently. Um, Nothing's coming out anymore. So yeah, uh, I'll be sure to post something controversial tomorrow. And with that, uh, it's not up for debate. Spider Man Homecoming is not a great movie. Uh, thank you for having me. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. I was too hard on Infinity War. Uh, have a good one. See ya. <laughs>